Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, Incline listeners, looking to start your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can have it heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, jig it out, uh. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar run The Incline is back Thank you all for listening I'm your host, Kevin Klein You can follow me on Twitter At Klein25 Your Los Angeles Dodgers Are 80 and 41 right now On Wednesday, August 14th They're tied with the New York Yankees for the best record in Major League Baseball. More impressive, the Dodgers aren't playing Baltimore every day. Unlike the Yankees, who get a free win. It's kind of annoying. Dodgers coming off an 8-2 homestand. Winning 3-4 against the Padres. Sweeping the St. Louis Cardinals. And taking 2-3 against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And yesterday, oh boy, did they smash the Miami Marlins. 15-1. Final score. Dodgers breaking records like they usually do. 13 extra base hits. Six home runs. Putting up stats that you just never see in Miami. Justin Turner now has 20 home runs. After having a two-home run game against Arizona. Follows it up with another monster shot off the Marlins. Cody Ballinger now in a three-way tie. 39 home runs. 
Christian Yelich currently leading Major League Baseball in batting average and tied for home runs. Will Smith, he is now up to nine home runs. He had two home runs in that Miami game. The rookie has been on fire. I mean, he has more RBIs than games played. After they pummeled Mike Leake of the Arizona Diamondbacks, they got to face Jordan Yamamoto second time this season. They took care of him earlier at Dodger Stadium. Once again, getting to him, he only went four innings. And then how about Matt Beatty? He hit a home run. He hit a triple. The offense was bananas. There's so much to talk about. I was actually supposed to do an episode yesterday. I had recorded everything. Then they switched Dustin May and Kershaw's start, so I just had to scrap it. So we're just going to play it play it off, and t- today's a new day. How about Hunjin Ryu? 12-2 right now. He threw seven shot-out innings against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has a 145 ERA, and he's only issued 17 walks thus far this season. He is, without a doubt, the leading candidate for that Cy Young. And Cody Bellinger making a strong case for why he is the National League MVP. He now tied his career high in home runs. And we still have more than a month to go. Speaking of Ryu, that leads into our first and only question of this podcast. But it's by LA Pats fan on Twitter, at Bellinger Season. And he asks... How different will this rotation be with Ryu leading the charge then compared to 2017 and 2018? Well, obviously, this is the best starting three the Dodgers have had in a long time. It's better than last year. It's better than the year before. With Ryu, Kershaw, and Bueller, I mean, there's a strong case that those three could finish in the top three altogether for that Cy Young Award. You look at their records at home, none of them have actually been charged for a loss. I mean, Kershaw's 8-0. Both of Ryu's losses came on the road. He had one awful start at Coors Field. And then Walker Buehler, he's been dominant at Dodger Stadium as well. So I think the one question mark is obviously that fourth spot. It's looking like Rich Hill might not make it due to injury. Ross Stripling starting to become Brandon McCarthy 2.0. Seems to always get hurt in the second half and then just is a non-factor come playoff time. We don't know if Ross Stripling will be there in that starting rotation due to his neck issues. So it might come down to Dustin May, who had a very excellent start against the Marlins today. Finally picked up his first major league win. And then don't sleep on Tony Gonsolin. He had an amazing performance against the Cardinals. He went six shutout innings. And then in OKC, he had another great outing. He went five. He struck out nine guys. So you got to assume Gosselin's going to get some more time in the major leagues. And then, I mean, Julio Urias, he's an X-factor. It doesn't look like he's going to be in the starting rotation unless they start to really stretch him out. So ultimately, I'm very confident In this rotation, I think they have the firepower to take on any team. Finally, solved that Tyler White saga. Thought they were going to designate him for assignment. 
Looks like they found an injury for him. He got placed on the IL yesterday. Jed Jerko still rehabbing. Thought we'd see him. But instead, Kyle Garlick got the call up. Had a couple good at-bats today. Another, Another thing that really kind of irritated me, we saw Casey Sadler get demoted. The guy had a 142 ERA. They're not giving him enough opportunities to pitch in high leverage situations. And yet Dave Roberts said he wanted to give other guys the opportunity to prove themselves. I mean, that's cool and all, but you should really be giving your best guys the shots right now so that they can be ready for the playoffs. The JT Chargois era really needs to end. He's got a 568 ERA. And personally, I'm pretty much done with him. I don't think he's ever going to really turn it around, at least in 2019. Yimi Garcia, very interesting case. They can't send him down or also get designated for assignment. He's been out of options all season long. The issue with him is he gives up a lot of home runs. He's actually allowed more home runs than singles this season. Pretty weird. Let's see. So now Miami, compared to Baltimore, who's just been a laughing stock. Before this game, Miami had a 447 team ERA, which ranked 16th in baseball. That I'm sure that's going to go up after getting pummeled 15 to one. Their bullpen was 22nd. That's going to go up as well. Dodgers have the number one team ERA in baseball. It continues to shrink. It was at 329. It's going to be lower than that. When you check the ESPN stats this morning, Clayton Kershaw, he's going to take the mound. He's 11 and 2. He has a 2.77 ERA. He's coming off a 7-inning beatdown performance against those Cardinals. Earlier this season, he threw 6 shutout innings against the Miami Marlins. When he left that game, they were up 6-0. However, the bullpen went on to blow it those next 2 innings. Fortunately, Matt Beatty saved the day. He actually got a pinch hit, three-run home run off the starter for the Marlins in this game, Eliza Hernandez, which we'll get to in a second. So luckily the Dodgers went on to win that game, though Kershaw got the no decision. Eliza Hernandez is 2-4 and four right now. He has a 494 ERA, 48 strikeouts. He's a better pitcher at home. The right-hander has a 329 home ERA. When he faced the Dodgers coming out of the bullpen, he went two-thirds of an innings. Gave up four runs. Matt Beatty got that three-run home run. I expect Kershaw to just get through these Marlins. No problem. What a season Kershaw's having. Love it. Walker Buehler caps off the finale. It's a day game. He's 10-2. He has a 308 ERA, 160 strikeouts. Over his last two starts, he's gone 15 innings, only allowing one run. Jansen blew his last opportunity for a win against the Diamondbacks on that Carson Kelly two-home run game, but he did face the Marlins earlier this season. He struck out 11 of them, and Caleb Smith, the lefty, he's the best the Marlins have to offer. He's 7-6. He's got a 371 ERA, 127 strikeouts, though he has been struggling since the All-Star break. He has a 415 second-half ERA. Now, you look at the Marlins, 
They traded Christian Yelich away, and they got Jordan Yamamoto. He's an okay starter. We saw him today. Hasn't been too great. Really struggling in the second half. They got Lewis Brinson, who's been pretty much an automatic K, though he got a hit today. And then they got the other infielder, Diaz. Hasn't really shown much. I don't know if it's just me, but the Marlins, they're run by a bunch of idiots. When you have a special talent like Christian Yelich and you really undersell him for what you got, it's pretty pathetic. On the flip side of things, though, where were all the teams out there when Christian Yelich was on the market? I'm surprised there wasn't a bidding war for this guy. Clearly, he flew under the radar. The Brewers found a gem. He very well could be a two-time MVP now. We'll see how him and Bellinger do as we hit that final month through until we land until October. And then, of course, it was great to see Don Mattingly's face every time the Dodgers hit a home run. As you all know, Don Mattingly was the manager for the Dodgers for a few seasons. My opinion, he was awful. I know he was a great ball player and all, but when it came to managing, he was pretty dumb. I think you can make the case that he's the worst Dodgers manager in the history of the organization. Yeah, it's a little extreme. He won three division titles in a row, but when it came to the playoffs, guy was a fool. The bullpen management was a disaster. There was a game against the Mets. Game one, bases loaded. He took Kershaw out. That's fine. David Wright up to bat. And instead of going with the hot hand, believe it or not, Chris Hatcher, he went, he went with Pedro Baez. It did not end well. And Donnie's logic was he didn't want to use Hatch to get one out. It's almost like Don Mattingly forgot that the National League has this thing called the double switch. That's not the only thing he's done. I mean, he had Scott Elbert, who didn't pretty much pitch the entire season in 2014, had him come in, high leverage situation, gave up a home run. Just little dumb things like that. Anyways, the best hitters that the Marlins have to offer. I mean, they got Brian Anderson. He had a double, RBI double. He's got 20 home runs, 61 RBIs. Starlin Castro, he provides a great veteran presence. Been heating up so far in the second half. They're 29th in runs scored. They're dead last in home runs. They don't even have 100 yet. They're at 99. While the Dodgers, they're already over 200. Garrett Cooper, he's got some power. And then the catcher, Jorge Alfaro. They got him in the Rio Muto trade. So it's time to introduce a brand new segment. Welcome to the bad takes corner of the incline. We're going to read just three anonymous bad tweets that I found online. I'm going to give you some thoughts. So the first tweet comes from none other than a Mets fan. Don't worry, I'm going to keep this anonymous. And he says, Jacob deGrom, barely better than Hunjin Ryu. Noah Syndergaard, better than Clayton Kershaw. Marcus Stroman, the equivalent of Walker Buehler. 
Zach Wheeler better than Ross Stripling, and Steven Matz better than Dustin May. First of all, this has delusion written all over it. Yeah, Jacob deGrom, great pitcher. Cy Young Award winner last season. But the past is the past. He doesn't even come close to what Ryu has been doing all season long. I mean, Ryu has a 145 ERA for crying out loud. I don't see Jacob deGrom going out there every start and keeping his team in it to win it. I think all... But one or two starts, Ryu has managed to pitch an outing where he allowed two runs or less. And then to say Noah Syndergaard is better than Clayton Kershaw, that's a slap in the face to the legend himself. Even at this stage in Kershaw's career, he is still outpitching Noah Syndergaard. I mean, Noah Syndergaard is an, barely an all-star at best. Clayton Kershaw was a surefire all-star this season. Every time Kershaw goes out there, you know he's going to give you six or seven great quality innings. While Noah Syndergaard, he's been known to get really roughed up every now and then. Kershaw's also proven a lot more in the postseason while Noah Syndergaard gets hurt and misses a lot more time than Kershaw does. And then Marcus Stroman, newly acquired to even compare him to Walker Buehler, disgusting. I mean, Stroman had a ERA over five last year. Yeah, he turned it around in Toronto, but now he's on the Mets and both his outings, he hasn't been looking too great. While Walker Buehler has shown he can pitch in the postseason, he'll pitch with the game on the line. Buehler with an amazing whip, striking out a lot of guys. I'll give him Zach Wheeler over Ross Stripling, but Steven Matz over May? Even though May's only made three starts, he's already proven he's a lot better than Steven Matz. Matz is constantly getting hurt. The guy could go out there, throw seven shutout innings. He could also go out there and throw two-thirds of an innings. We've seen that before against the Nationals, I think twice. That guy got a lot of backlash. The next tweet is from a Rockies fan, and he said earlier this season, the Rockies have the best starting rotation in baseball. Kyle Freeland, Herman Marquez, Tyler Anderson, John Gray, and Chad Bettis. This tweet was very laughable because the fact of the matter is the Rockies are now dead last in starting pitchers ERA at a 582 ERA. Their ace, Kyle Freeland, he has a 706 ERA. Herman Marquez, 475 ERA. Tyler Anderson's been hurt most of the season, but when he was out there, 1176 ERA. John Gray, 406, and Chad Bettis, who had to be demoted to the bullpen, 584 ERA. And the Dodgers, they have a starting ERA. I want to say it's around 250, and it's miles ahead of any other team. So first of all, the Rockies, you're in last place. Second of all, your rotation don't come close to what the Dodgers have I mean, their team ERA is literally in half of what the Rockies have done. Final tweet came about one or two months ago. And it really stood out to me because I just found it horrible. And it reads, Justin Turner effing sucks. I'm sick of watching him play for the Dodgers, yo. 
Okay, first of all, Justin Turner, he's the heart and soul of the Dodgers. We saw it last season when he was out that first six weeks or so with the broken wrist. The team really struggled. They were 10 games below 500. When Justin Turner has his presence felt in the clubhouse, the team is alive. Justin Turner, great defensive third baseman. He's been a lot better this second half stretch. Up to 20 home runs, hitting well over 280. Last week, he's my player of the week. He led the team in total bases with 15. He had five RBIs. He went seven for 22. He had an ISO of 364. That two-home run game against those Arizona D-bags. That Friday game, wow, that pissed me off. First of all, Kenley Jansen blowing the save. And then the fight that broke out. Apparently, Dave Roberts got into it with Robbie Ray, though he thought Robbie Ray was someone else. Kind of awkward. But anyways, Justin Turner, 20 home runs, 56, 57 RBIs. Moonshot in Miami. Apparently, it was one of the deepest home runs the announcers had ever seen. <sighs> so I am a full believer in Justin Turner. He's one of the clutchest hitters they have, especially in the postseason. I'm not ready to move on from him. Okay, well, the next series, it should be a good one. Dodgers fly out to SunTrust Park. And they're going to take on the Atlanta Braves. And the Atlanta Braves are actually the second best team in the National League. They just beat the New York Mets yesterday, 5-3. Mark Melanson got the save. Braves are 71-50. Nine wins behind the Dodgers. And they faced earlier back in May at Dodger Stadium, and they got swept. I mean, the Dodgers really took care of business. They lost the first game 5-3. Then they got shut out 9-0. And then finally 9-4. The first start features the rookie pitcher, the right-hander, Mike Soroka. He's 10-2. He has a 232 ERA. He's made 21 starts. He relies primarily on a sinker and a fastball, both around 92-93 miles an hour. He can throw a slider and a changeup. And he'll be taking on Kent Maeda, who I really grilled in the last podcast. And Maeda, he really bounced back. He went seven shutout innings against the Diamondbacks. And it was his most impressive outing of the season without a doubt. He got his first win since May 31st. He's now 8-8. Eight eight. He has a 4-12 ERA. He's very volatile. You might get three innings out of Maeda. You might get seven. You just never know. That's why he's kind of risky come playoffs. Save that for another time. The second game features Mike Fultonevich. And he's 4-5. and five. He's a 6-24 ERA. He's only made 13 starts this season, battling some elbow issues. Also was sent down to AAA. So yeah, he's been really struggling. He faced the Dodgers earlier this season, and they actually... Roughed him up for five runs over six innings. He's coming off a start against the Miami Marlins. And he allowed four runs versus them, so... 
Even a team as bad as the Marlins can score some runs off this guy. And, you know, we saw Jock Peterson hit a home run off him in game one of that NLDS in 2018. Dodgers got to him pretty good. So it seems like the Dodgers have this guy's number. He's taking on Hunjin Ryu, who we already read off the stats. He's got a 145 ERA. But earlier this season, Ryu pitched against the Braves, and he threw a complete game shutout. Not the first time Ryu's done something like this against the Braves. He was our game one starter in 2018 of that playoffs, and he threw another six or shutout, seven shutout innings and dominated that Braves team. The changeup has been spectacular. When he mixes that with his fastball, really keeps hitters off balance, just generating a lot of soft contact. And the final game of the series, thought it was going to be Clayton Kershaw, but they wanted to give him that extra day rest, which I really can respect. So it could be Dustin May, who's now 1-1 one one with a 2.56 ERA. Could be someone else. It's up in the air. But they'll be taking on that left-handed starter, Max Freed. He's 14-4. He's got a 3.99 ERA. He's made 23 starts. He faced the Dodgers as well earlier this season. Only managed to go one inning, allowing four earned runs. It irritates me to see someone like Freed have 14 wins, while Ryu, Kershaw, Bueller, they all have less wins. So it kind of shows you, in this circumstance, how wins can be a meaningless stat. Sometimes it's just based off run support. Other times it's just your bullpen. Speaking of bullpen, newly acquired Shane Green has been a disaster thus far. He's a 750 ERA. He's allowed five earned runs over six innings, 12 hits, 250 whip. This was one of the guys I had a major red flag on for the trade deadline. And it looks like that came true. He was awful for the Tigers last season. Kind of felt like he was a fraud. They already removed him from the closer role. So they gave it to Mark Melanson, who actually got the save against the Mets. But he had another save opportunity against the Marlins, and he only managed to go a third of an inning, and he allowed four earned runs. So this bullpen situation that the Braves got, it's not reliable. And I got to be honest, the Atlanta Braves to me seem like that team that's going to get eliminated in round one. They're pretty much a lock to play either the Cardinals or Cubs, depending on who wins the NL Central. And I kind of get the feeling that we're going to get a Dodgers-Cubs NLCS. I just don't like the starting pitching at all for the Braves. Dallas Keuchel has not been good. He has an ERA hovering around close to six. Fulton Evans was supposed to be a big part of the staff. He's really struggling. Soroka has been a bright spot. But the what really keeps the Braves in it is their offense. Top five or six in baseball with runs scored. Josh Donaldson, if it weren't for Ryu, who could be eligible for this award. Donaldson, the comeback player of the year with 26 home runs. 256 ISO. Freddie Freeman, 260 ISO. He's got 29 home runs, 96 RBIs, hitting 311. He's up there for that RBI crown with Josh Bell. Ozzie Albies has been on fire, hitting over, hitting around 500 over his last seven games, three home runs. Hitting 
right around 300 on the season, 18 home runs, 65 RBIs. And then the rookie phenom from last season, second-year man, Ronald Acuna Jr., 34 home runs, 81 RBIs. He's the real deal. Kind of reminds me of what they were hoping to get from Jason Hayward. Well, they found it now with Acuna. The outfielder hit a home run off Kershaw earlier this season. And if you recall, he hit a home run off Walker Buehler. It was a grand slam in Game 3 of the NLDS, which really broke my spirit. And then Adam Duvall, another power bat to keep your eye out on. He has five home runs. He's replacing Nick Markakis, who has a fractured wrist. Now Duvall, if you recall, was on the Reds last season. They acquired him around the deadline. He was pretty much useless. Spent most of the season in AAA. Got his opportunity. And he's making the most of it. I think this is a good series for the Dodgers bats to really prove what they that they are a force to be reckoned with. I think Cody Bellinger is due to heat up over his last 15. He's hitting 226. Five home runs, 11 RBIs. But with that 340 ISO on the season, you know he's going to really try to get that 50 home run mark. And I I would love to see it. It's most important for him to just hit for contact. You know, the home runs, they'll come naturally, but really want to see some of our right-handed bats take care of business against Freed. And then Soroka, he generates a lot of soft contact. So look out for guys like Muncie, Seeger. Really awesome to see him hit a home run. And, you know, Peterson, Beatty, Turner, Will Smith. It just goes on. That intro you heard earlier, that was dedicated to Will Smith. Guy's just been an amazing rookie catcher. He's really proven me very wrong. He might be the real deal and ready to just make some noise in that 2019 postseason. I mean, that pretty much summarizes this Brave series. I always love seeing playoff teams, potential playoff teams meet up in the regular season. Gives you a little preview of what is to come. Let's talk about Baltimore. This team just sucks. I mean, they should really be punished for what they're doing out there. First of all, they're not even making their games competitive whatsoever. Seeing awful guys like Ty Block, John Means, it just goes on, and they're giving the Yankees so many free wins. It pisses me off. They lost 23-2 against the Houston Astros. Jordan Alvarez had three home runs. When Yankees are getting, what, 12, 14, whatever the number is, free wins to pad their record, it's just ridiculous. Dodgers haven't played them once. And then I'm very I'm very irritated that I've tried to target Brock Stewart twice now on DraftKings, and it's not really working out. He's come out of the bullpen twice now. They use an opener. He's only allowed like one earned run in those two outings. Sucks. Anyways, NFL preseason is in full gear now. Feel free to tweet me who your team is. I'm a Rams fan. They are the team of LA. 
the National League West. I don't know what's going on with the Padres. They look pretty miserable out there. Angels, if all for all the Angels fans out there, they're looking pretty mediocre. Seattle, I don't know what went wrong there, but they suck. You got the Cleveland Indians who've been on fire. They're now in first place in the AL Central. Got a feel for those Twins fans who had such a comfortable lead, and now it's gone. And the Detroit Tigers, you guys suck. I had a Mets fan tweet me, actually, yesterday evening. He said Don Magley is one of the best managers in baseball. Are you kidding me? Don Magley is one of the best managers in baseball? Just slap yourself, bro. Anyways, thank you all for listening to The Incline. Follow me on Twitter. At Klein25. Like, subscribe, comment on the podcast. Kevin Klein, out. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.